Welcome to Coffee Time Conversations on art, faith, life, and of course, coffee. We are your hosts, Robert and Rebecca Prince. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, Becca, I am really excited about something. Yes. And I'm not sure you are. I'm excited. Yeah. Because <laughs> you get to be alone for a few days. I do. Even though it is November before it happens. Yes. It's a little ways away. It is but... a little ways away. But I'm really excited. So uh, Hope Writers is a member uh, or an organization I've been a part of for a couple of years now. Yep. And a lifetime member, actually, last renewal, I decided to join as a lifetime member. And they are having their first in-person Hope Writers Conference coming up this fall. Um, first one in a long time, I should say, mostly because of COVID, of yeah. course. Uh, but anyway, yeah. In North I'm, Carolina. In North Carolina, coming up in November. And so I'm really excited to attend that. Got my tickets. I was able to buy a VIP ticket, actually. They only have 100 of them, and I was one of the first few. Uh, to get on and do that. And so really looking forward to that conference. You've got your airline ticket and your hotel booked. You are set. My car, everything. Car? Everything's booked, ready yeah. to go. So uh, actually, it's to be, to be honest, this is my first writer's conference ever. Right. So of course, Hope Writers has been my first everything writerly, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it makes sense that it's also my first writing conference. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. You've got a lot you want to do before November too. I do. I, I've made a huge list of, of goals. Um, but you know, I've got four and a half months or so to it'll, do it. It'll go so fast. And it will be here before I know it. I'll be taken off and yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Right. So we've been planning a lot in our coaching sessions with Laura Cornell. Yeah. Um, if you've listened to us for very long, you know we have a artisan business coach. Yeah. And um, she's been helping us stay on task for this year yeah. of creating our art business. Right, yeah. Um, and one of the things we're working hard to do is um, combine all the things. Yeah, kind of unify it. And I should say, before you say too much more about that, if they want to listen, we had I had an interview with Laura about... Uh, last fall, I think it was episode 23, maybe, or something, somewhere in the 20s. But yeah. um, you can listen to that interview, if you like, to find out more about that. Yeah. But, sorry, go ahead. Um, but so we, um, we've we really been struggling. How do we put all the pieces together? Yeah, there's just so much. I paint, you do ceramics, I'm right, and then we have this podcast. And, how does it all fit? And how does it all fit? And one of the things um, Laura believes in is that you can do all the things, right? right? <laughs> yeah. And as an artist, you are able to do all the things if they are what you do. Like, it's right. okay. It's part of my creativity. It's part of right. who we are as a couple and who we are as a company, therefore. And um, what what it how it gets unified, kind of, is through our values and beliefs. Yeah. And we unify it under our impact, um, which is... Uh, our goal to end slavery and injustice yeah, and, um, fight and poverty. poverty and fight poverty yeah. and fight poverty. And so um, that's our, our top level thing. Um, and uh, we had a conversation over breakfast a couple of days ago. We were trying to figure out, cause we have three different websites and like <laughs> all this stuff. And we were trying to figure out how does this even work at all? Yeah. 
And um, I think we had a pretty good conversation. I think so. Well, and then you add social media on top of that because I have my social media. You have your social media, uh, specifically Instagram. But then your Instagram ties to Prince Art Studios' Facebook page. Yeah, and Mine then you have you right. have a Coffee Time Conversations yeah. Facebook page, right? Um, and stuff. And so um, we've decided what we're going to try to do is we do have our website is Prince Art Studio, and so. We're going to convert everything so that Prince Art Studio is the home. And inside that home is going to be different studios. Yeah. We're going to have a writing studio and a painting studio and a ceramic studio. And um, a podcast studio. And a podcast studio. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, if you're interested in um, any of the things we do, then you can go to princeartstudio.com and sign up for our VIP list there. Yeah. Um, and then we can keep you informed of all the studios. Right. I really thought you were going to direct people there to find out more information. I'm like, we've just started this discussion. Nothing's converted yet. <laughs> so, but you can, uh, you know, you can get to the podcast from the art studio and you can see a little bit about my art and of course your art for sure. Right. Um, and then my writing um, is still at this point is still at recognizing the divine.com. Yes. Uh, but both of those link to the podcast uh, website as well. We don't link to either one of those from the podcast site, though, I don't think at this point. We, um, uh, yeah, no, we don't. But it's okay. We, we're we working will be converting on it. over that, uh, convert, uh, converting that over um, soon, soon, hopefully in the next uh, couple of months. Because really, part of that, before I go to the conference in November with Hope Riders, mm-hmm. Um, the goal, of course, is to make some things and some gifts for some key people and take those and have everything unified under one platform and also just better have a better vision for what's happening even um, s- social media wise, right? right? What all I share on my social media and what goes to Prince Art Studio, what goes to Coffee Time. And really, a lot of this stuff can be on all of them right. because we have followers in, in all the places. Um, but just trying to figure out and come up with strategy that we can work on progressing. We'll, well, and that will simplify our workload. Exactly. That's really because the whole goal. It's really hard. And make it more effective. Yeah. It's really hard to keep up with <laughs> all the things. Do I want to post this to recognizing the device? I mean, not uh, to Robert's or to Rebecca's or to Prince Art or Coffee Time. Well, it, and not even just that, but just um, trying to keep all those things active. Right. Yeah. Cause you don't want to post. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, I've got to post this and I've got to post this and I've got three places. This needs to go or whatever. Yeah. So, um, anyways, I think it's, it's going to simple. It's not, but I think we've come up with a plan. I think um, so too. And we would love to hear from you guys too. If there's, um, something specific that yeah. you're super interested in and you think makes yeah. Uh, would make a good topic. Yeah, because we talk about so much on this podcast. I mean, we say it's art, faith, life, and coffee, which faith and life really encompass a lot of things, right? Mm, so does um, art. Even, yeah, even our art, we're realizing, encompasses so much. And we talk about different organizations, and we've talked about our poverty and injustice and how we kind of cooperate with international justice mission and compassion. And so we understand there's a varied number of topics, a large amount of topics that we cover in this podcast. And so we would love to hear from you. What what resonates with you? What do you like? What would you like to hear a little less of and a little more of? 
So uh, we welcome your feedback on any of our platforms. There's plenty of them, as you just heard, (laughs) (laughs) if you want to provide some feedback. But you can also email info at coffeetimeconversations.com. Right. And of course, we will have all of these links in the The show show notes, notes. should you need them. (laughs) And just in case you are not familiar with show notes, because I wasn't until we started producing this podcast, by the way, Rebecca. Rebecca was because she listened to a lot of podcasts. I did. Just about Every podcast management app that can be used. Uh, Some people use iTunes, some use Google Podcasts, but like we use CastBox and there's about 20 or 30 or 100 podcast apps out there. Right. But if you click over into details, usually that shows you the podcast show notes. Yes. And And a lot of times those are links directly to things that were spoken about. And they'll be clickable where you can just click and pop them up right on your phone or device, Um, whatever you're listening on. And sometimes it's just information, but... They're, they're generally uh, a nice resource. Yeah. And so if you're not familiar with that, like I was not 18 months ago, then now you are, hopefully you can go exploring, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, we talk about so much, like I was saying a minute ago, but one of those things we've talked about is art house Dallas, our local art organization that we've been a part of for about four years. And I know over the last few episodes, we've mentioned origin, which is the spiritual formation series that art house Dallas puts on every summer. And that's really one of the first true places we got plugged in continuously the first summer we were part of Art House Dallas. And I really loved it. I connected with it really, really quickly. Yes. Um, they had lunches uh, once a week, usually. and uh, dis- No, we did it once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Um, and we did discussions. And yeah. they've had, they have different themes each year. Yeah. And this year, their theme is on patience. Um, and we're doing it a little different. Uh, they're not having lunches, but they've uh, in, they've got leaders leading cohorts. Yeah. And as, as we talked about, they had a kickoff event last month. And then each cohort is kind of doing their own thing, whether they're meeting every week or every two weeks or once a month um, at the at a place of their choosing and, and, and having basically and, a, a discussion. Yeah. So we're leaders of a cohort. And um, we had our first session. Yeah. And um, we thought we would... Yeah, over the over these next few episodes, kind of recap Origin, because it's some really great material and some great discussions that happen, um, and really just open up a line of discussion. So we hope to give you a little bit of a taste of what Origin is like, um, although it can't be the full experience. But if you are local, there are still groups that I believe have just started meeting, so you could still join a cohort group if you want to do that. You can check out that at arthousedallas.com. Yeah, and I think there's some hybrids too, yeah. or some virtuals. So there might be um, virtual yeah. options for people that aren't local. That is true. That is true. So you can check that out. Yeah. So uh, this first session was um, basically it, it's a chapter from a book from Stanley Howerwas. Howerwas. Um, yeah, it's called. Uh, the character of virtue is the name of the book. It's letters to his godson. Yes, and so um, he wrote him. He wrote his godson a letter each year on the anniversary of his baptism. Yeah, um, and talked about each virtue. Yeah, and so this was the fourth letter, and it is on patience. And he brings up something that I'm not sure. 
we think about often right is how patience is actually tied to anger mm-hmm. um and it says uh I just want to read a couple of lines here. It says, um, in general, anger has a bad name. And no doubt there are times when I'm inappropriately angry. However, anger isn't necessarily a bad thing to have. In fact, we are often appropriately angry. But our anger needs to be formed by the habit of patience so that it is rightly directed. Mm-hmm. And so one of the big things we talked about in our group was what makes someone appropriately angry? How is someone appropriately angry? Right. When there when are there times? And and what anger. does that look like exactly? And we struggled with that a little bit. We did. Um and, and I th- well I mean I think there's so many times when you could be you know but I, I do feel like there's, well, and, and also because in our culture today and in our world, right, we're seeing people get angry, but it's even handled inappropriately. So it's not that they're, that they shouldn't be angry because they should be for the things, some of the things that are happening. Right. But that they're also handling it inappropriately. In, in they, many times. They're not using patience to rightly direct their yeah, to, anger. Yeah. And to address it appropriately. Um, and so, uh, one of the things we we thought of um, and talked about in our group was that a lot of the times um, appropriately directed anger usually shows up in a way that it's not for yourself. Like it's others focused, if that makes sense. So yeah. like... Um, Say you're at a store and someone is being treated unfairly um, and it makes you angry and you stand up for them. Yeah. Then that could be um, appropriate anger. Yeah. Like. As well as handling it appropriately. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also talked about how um, we support Compassion International. Yeah. Because poverty makes us angry. Yeah. Like people living in poverty. And so Compassion International has worked for over 40 years um, in areas dealing with poverty in an appropriate way. Yeah. So it started through being angry at poverty, but their patience has persevered for all these years to help put in systems and processes and to gather people that would help Mm -hmm. and be a part of um, dealing with this situation in an appropriate way. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it makes us angry. Right. Well, and I think so often as a society, we are, we, we tend to be a pretty angry society right now. In general, yeah. Um, I mean, just especially in Dallas, Fort Worth, but I know it's true even in smaller cities. You're going to experience road rage if you're on the road more than ten or fifteen minutes somewhere. Yeah. Sometimes not even that long. Not even that long. <laughs> um, and so you're going to experience somebody being impatient, um, and it will either make you angry or you will make somebody angry. Right. And, and and that's just one very small example, but people get so angry about the smallest things and. So 
one of the things that I'm trying to do now, since we've had this discussion um, also is that when I feel that anger swelling up inside of me, is it my impatience that's driving that anger? Right. Being um, conscious be- of that. Yeah. Being conscious of that, because that is, that's kind of what he's, what he talks about here to some degree um, as well. Yeah. So it's important as people of faith that we're aware of those things that make us angry. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's important that we um, are very intentional about discovering where our anger comes from. And that takes, that takes time. That takes intentionality. Well, and you have, to, I feel like you have to know yourself too. Like yeah, it comes sure. from self-awareness of yeah. what your, your triggers are and your buttons might be. Right. Um, and the then, and-, and then not necessarily ignoring the anger, but not letting the emotions take the driver's seat. Right, right. And Especially I'll, if it's appropriate anger and you should be angry. Um, right. But allowing allowing patience to come in and to give yourself that time to uh, stop and take a breath and then move forward in a way that uh, can start a dialogue. Yeah. Um, more than a um, conflict. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I and I think it's important that, like, let's say with poverty and injustice and things like that, there are things that make us angry, right? right. When we see those situations, and there's steps we can take, and it's not just the steps that we take immediately, right? From that, but there may be long term steps. Like right. when they, when the person, and I can't remember his name that founded compassion, um, th- that was started as a dream of how he was going to impact children living in poverty. Right. And he started taking specific action as an individual that built over time and included more people. He did not have an idea or a vision necessarily of how compassion is operating today. Right. When he first got angry with children living in poverty that he saw in his missionary journeys. Right. And so it's important that we remember our next right step when we're angry, uh, at least appropriately angry, (laughs) should be driven not only for action in the moment, but also action long-term. How can this affect somebody down the road, not just in this moment? Right. Well, because there's ripple effects, right? Yes. Um, And then sometimes to really make a difference, takes long-term commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we've been sponsoring George since 2009. Yeah. Um, yeah. and his life is different than when we started, Yeah. but he still lives in poverty. Yes. Um, and so, uh, the, the goal is that when he graduates from school, he will be able to get a job and help support his family. Yeah. Um, and, and that will be different than the way he grew up possibly, but, um, when we've, we've seen that already happening, even with just family gifts or gifts that we give for birthdays, his entrepreneurial spirit, you know, buying things or animals that they can, uh, sell eggs or sell goat milk or um, manure or manure. Um, to fertilize other right. people's gardens with, um, and so it's already made, it has made a big difference in his life already, It has, but it's setting him up for a life, um, change, right. not just in this moment. 
Right. And so I, I think that's something we forget about is because we want to react um, out of anger and do something right then. But then we just get busy and we're too busy here in America for sure. I feel like. And so we just have, we have to get onto the next thing that we have to do on our to-do list. And we forget about how angry we were about this other situation, especially when it's appropriate anger. Like I said, um, the, the stuff on the road or road rage or whatever, it's good that we forget about that. Pretty right. quickly. And hopefully we don't act out on it, uh, too much or ask forgiveness when we do. But, um, we, we need to be able to hold on to that a little longer. And so I think patience even comes into play there right. when we can hold on to that anger a little bit without it overflowing and, and, and poisoning all areas of our life. Right. But that it can, it can cause us to action right. um, in a way that, that helps the world that moves the world further along. Or even just one place. person. Yeah, sure. Um, it can, it can start even just for one person. Yeah. Um, but that there would be ripples and affect a larger group and, and potentially change the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's so true. And so that's one reason I'm trying to be very intentional when I get angry or when I feel anger rising up, why is that anger rising up? Yeah. Is it from impatience and, um, or is it from injustice? Right. Is it appropriate or is it inappropriate? Is it selfish? Right. Is, is that why I'm getting angry? So, um, you know, one of the things in his, his letter that I, this is one little paragraph that I want to read, um, and then we can talk more about this. He says, Paul ends his list of virtues with patience. That's also telling because he's advising the Colossians about how to conduct themselves in relation to one another. My point here is that you will be brought up in the church and you will be frustrated by the people who make up the church. You may even become as angry as I am with other Christians. But you must also be patient, which means you must be as ready to forgive as to be forgiven. The community necessary to be the church takes time, time determined by patience. You will be frustrated by the time it takes for people to be who God would have us be. But remember that God has given us all the time in the world so that we might be patient with one another. And I think that was so telling because it's informative of the community, the church community, mm-hmm. right? Um, as a church body, the body of Christ worldwide, that we've, we've got to be patient with people. Um, and so often we're not because we think they're following Christ. They're supposed to be Christ-like already. Right. And so often that's not true for any of us. Not so often. It is never true for, for any of us that we start following Christ and then we're Christ-like all of a sudden. Right. It's, it's a journey and it takes a lifetime and we still fall short at the end. Right. Um, so everyone, every Christian is at a different place in their journey, a different understanding of sin and their relationship with it. Um, and so there has to be patience um, of where they're at, yeah. even if what they're doing is maybe not Christ-like yet. Um, we, we've had this discussion recently how there were some new Christians at our church that were dressing inappropriately yeah. for church. Right. Um, their dresses were not modest. Um, and I really wanted to say something to them in love, 
um, that what they were wearing wasn't appropriate for church. But I felt convicted that that wasn't my place. That yeah. was not something I would could do, one, in love, that it would come off as judgmental. Yeah. Um, and part of that was because you didn't have relationships with that person. The, I the didn't. Right relationships. Um, I was I was not friends with them. Yeah. Um, per se, I knew them and they yeah. knew me, but we didn't have a relationship. Yeah. And so I was, I I felt very strongly that it was not my place to say anything, and yeah. so I never did. But as I watched them grow in their walk with the Lord, um. And they read the Bible often, they prayed often. Like, you could just tell they were walking with yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Their dress changed. The yeah. way they dressed and presented themselves was significantly different. Yeah. And I never had to say a word. Right. It wasn't anything I had to say. Right. Um, but it did take patience. It did take patience. Yeah. And there was... There was a type of anger in me because I felt like... They needed to know better, but right. they didn't. They there, didn't. there was no reason for them to know better. They right. weren't. They were yeah. brand new Christians. They yeah. had not grown up in church. They had not been um, part of the lifestyle that I had been part yeah. of. Yeah. But through community and and in the church and becoming friends and having those relationships, uh, they eventually. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have to say anything. Yeah. Now, whether somebody else said something or not, I don't know. Right. Um, but. Just their relationship growing with the Lord changed the way they behaved yeah, and the way exactly. they dressed. Exactly. Um, and so that's that's a good example too of yeah. just being patient and allowing God yeah. to work in someone else's lives. Yeah, knowing that we're never that we're we're not completed as just because we're believers. We are on a journey, and that it takes community, um, and it takes practicing patience and being aware of it and how it affects us. Um, or doesn't affect us. And um, yeah, just leaning into that. And I think that's one reason I love this origin series because it thinks it helps you think about things um, that you don't normally think about just through your everyday life. Right. You know, or even in your everyday studies of, of Christ or like maybe even just reading the Bible or studying the Bible, you wouldn't think about these things in the way that we do uh, through origin. Right. So. Well, and patience, I mean, there. To me, patience can be very surface, like you, th the way you think about it. Yeah, like I need to be patient with this person in front of me in the grocery line. Right. Um. But this particular series on patience, we're getting um. There's four sessions. Yeah. Um. And so we're getting patience from four different perspectives. Yeah. Um. And. Well, and technically five, because we had the kickoff series, which was right. another, was a speaker yeah. that spoke on patience in a in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. So we're getting all these different perspectives and also how they connect with other things. So like this session was how it connects with anger. Yeah. And next session will be something, um, it actually is about prayer and right. patience, um, which we won't get into till our next series right. <laughs> um, in our next podcast. But right. But that's what I mean. Like you get, and so it just helps you study something that you f you feel is s simple in theory, not necessarily in practice. Right. Sure. But right. Simple in theory, but it helps you really get um, into it more and and see there is actually more to it than the surface level, more roots right. to it, and more 
fruit to it and um, all these things. Yeah. Yeah. And it really helps you think and process and honestly, and just grow. Right. Um, which is really the purpose, right? Spiritual formation. Right. Their spiritual formation series. Right. So help be formed by the words we're reading and the thoughts we're thinking and the discussions we're having. Yes. I need to write that thought, that phrase down. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> uh, well, we thought we would end this episode. Um, I, I think, do you have anything else you want to say on that? Any no, lessons? I think that's okay. uh, enough. Yeah. So um, we w- would like to end this episode just by reading um, the passage uh, out of Galatians that they give us for this and then also the prayer. So do you want to read the uh, passage, babe? Sure. So um, the scripture for this session was uh, Galatians 6, 7 through 10. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked, for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap, if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Go before us, O Lord, in all our doings with your most gracious favor, and further us with your continual help, that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in you, we may glorify your holy name. And finally, through your mercy, obtain everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great week. Bye.